When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about it. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, or or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. And welcome to The Squeeze. The Squeeze, The Squeeze. I'm Tay. And I am Boy Tay, and we are very grateful to have you here with us today. Yes, sir, we are. We very much are. We have a very awesome episode coming up that we'll tell you about momentarily. But before that, just wanted to check in with everyone. On a scale from one to ten. Well, check in with yourself. What are you at, hon? I'm better now than I was this morning. Okay, that's too bright this moment. This moment, I'm an eight. Oh, nice. Yeah. Had a bit of a stressful morning. Honestly, woke up great. Yeah. Probably woke up at an eight, nine. You were you were really happy when you woke up. But then, you know, a couple stressful life things happen. And uh, definitely went down to a three or four for a moment. Well, you, but I'm back up. you handled it greatly. And now we're here. Yeah, I'd say I'm like a seven. Okay. I'm probably right around there with you. Well, I'm going to do my best to get you up to at least a nine. Oh, snap. Yeah, I got a little something planned. Oh, no, you don't. No, you're right. I don't. <laughs> it's like, I know what we're doing the rest of the day. You don't have anything planned. <laughs> I was going to figure it out. Oh, okay. Maybe you still can. Okay. Oh, you know what will help me get up there? Huh? I think you could guess. What? Cleaning the counters or something weird? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, you already cleaned the, um, the island this morning. No, it would just be help taking the trash out. The trash? Yeah. Actually, I need I to- I always do the trash. I need to open our Amazon boxes. Yeah, I know you do. It just needs to be done. Okay. So I'll, that, I'll, I'll take the trash out. And great. If that gets you up to a nine, great. So, is there anything I could do for you to get you to a nine? I don't know why I'm laughing. We can stop talking about trash and cleaning counters and start talking about this episode that we have. We have with us today Dancing with the Stars Legends, Val and Jenna. Yes, we do. The cutest little couple. They're very adorable. Their relationship together is so funny and it's fun. It's very fun. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. They're so different in ways. They're probably, you know, I don't know them super well, but based off a conversation with them, I'm sure they're similar in many ways too. Yeah. But yeah, we had so much fun with them and we talked about a lot of stuff. We kind of sidebarred a lot of the conversation because we were just having like a great time talking with them. But I feel like we really like covered a lot from, you know, their careers as dancers, like them being together before they were together, pregnancy. um, They've had struggles. They've had some struggles in pregnancy. Their little boy that they now have. Yeah. Little Rome. He's so cute. They had some speed bumps and they're very brave to share their story um but i think i mean did they talk about taking i know i I think we talked about it and if they didn't i mean they do talk about it that they were so frustrated and hurt that they kind of just stepped away from the process and said we need a break yeah and that's when the little miracle happened they gave some really good 
just relationship advice. Like you can tell that like the two of them, like they love each other so much and they just gave very good advice on the adjustment of going just the two of them to now the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like was very helpful for us to hear too, because like we love each other a lot and we spend a lot of time together and like them, they love each other a lot and spend a lot of time together. So they almost kind of like mourned the two of them going to three, even though it was such a fun thing, but it's still an adjustment. Yeah. Um, but they were just like very honest and open and very down to earth and practical. And yeah, we loved our conversation with them. Yeah. Well, should we dive into the episode? We shall. Okay. Enjoy, everyone. We'll see you on the other side. Val and Jenna. Val? Yes. Yes. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. (laughs) We are excited to have you guys. We appreciate you coming. Thanks. Thanks for having us. So we start each episode off with this little jar, a little (gasps) game we call Citrus Got Real. So if... One of you would like to pull a little piece of paper out of there, or each of you can pull one. Or however, you can pull you one wish. from me, please. Okay, I'll get two. Oh, do you think the sea is salty because the shore never waves back at it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Who wrote this one? I love this. <laughs> hmm, definitely <laughs> super salty, especially in California. <laughs> What? If you were a candy bar, which candy bar would you be? Oh, I'm actually really curious. I would be a Twix, so I could give you half of me. Oh! Oh. I'm like gagging and so loving that. (laughs) (laughs) How did you come up with that so quick? Quick! Uh, Or a bueno bar. I mean it. Thanks. Twix. Oh. I don't. Wow. See, I was going to say Twix, but not for that reason, just because I like Twix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is really deep. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what you I, would be? I don't know, but I don't want to answer after that. <laughs> well, I feel like you would be like, I don't know why. I think Nerds Row came to mind, but that's because you did that commercial for them when you were a kid. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know Work. why I thought Katie, and then I thought, it's this really cute photo of him, like, holding the Nerds rope in his mouth. It's like, like an eight-year-old. It was like one of my, it, before I ever even booked, like, an on-camera thing, it was like a, a print ad, and I got this Nerds Rope ad, and I actually, they had, like, a rope hanging from the ceiling that I swung from, and they turned it into a Nerds Rope, and I'm like, Where are those swinging. photos? I don't know. I'll, I'll find them. Yeah, I want to see those. Yeah. Internet? Internet? Do you yeah. <laughs> do your thing. Do your thing and find it for us. Okay, so I want to start. Taylor's probably rolling his eyes at me. I danced my whole life growing up, kind of went to college for it, and then did nursing. But <laughs> you guys live out my dream. Love you, babe. But what is it like dancing together? Because I just think that is like the coolest thing. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to the show, first of all? No. no. You have to come this season. Great. It's the best. Um, Okay, back to the question. (laughs) It's amazing. And honestly, truly, one of the reasons why I think we fell in love. There's just something so sensual, so, like, touching, you know, like, physical. Did you do partner dancing at all? No. It's next level. (laughs) It really is. Because I also grew up doing, like, ballet, jazz, and all of this stuff. But there's something so intimate about ballroom and then being able to do it with somebody that like you love. And I think we have very similar styles of dancing. Yeah. It's, 
it's magic. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so magic. corny to say it like that, but I I do prefer him as a partner to anybody else. There's just like yeah. a certain touch, feel, sensation. It's just yeah, it's but also because I'm a I'm a great partner, not because she she you know we, we're attracted to each other. Well, that goes without saying. Obviously, <laughs> I'm great at my craft. She, she's <laughs> the yeah. other half to your Twix bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really am. <laughs> so after after hearing that, do you want to? take a ballroom class with me or come on i can't even get him on the dance floor like at a wedding and that's like what probably yeah. like our biggest we're gonna so. do quick one-on-one salsa after this like yeah. side together i need side something together. it's that's rough it. or just even a dip a dip gets them every time yeah you could flip me you can do like a little oh. thing or i could just flip myself or you could flip yourself <laughs> sorry i cut you off <laughs> um no but i want you guys met on the show no. Yeah, we met on the show. Okay. Yeah. Um, were yeah. one of you there before? Yes. I was. You yeah. can tell this. You tell your story, and then I'll tell mine. Ooh. No, no, no. You go ahead. Your, your story is better. Okay. <laughs> so Val, how many seasons were you on before me? It was like like five. Okay, five. There's an age gap. <laughs> He's a little older. <laughs> um. So yeah, he was on five seasons before me. I had just finished. So you think you can dance? I'd gone on tour with them and I got asked to do dancing with the stars. I was like fresh 19 year old, oh, wow. moved out to LA for dancing with the stars. And it's like my first day of rehearsal. I walk in, I'm the only new person that season. Everybody already knew each other. There's like great energy yeah. with everyone. And I'm like shaking and we randomly got partnered together in the routine that we were learning. And this guy just like New York accent. He was like trying to flirt with me the whole time. I was and trying to flirt with you the whole time? <laughs> yes. And what, I'm like, what is what, just be, what is trying be professional. To I don't want to get fired my first day. Yeah. I was well, kind I mean, and chivalrous and, and, and understood <laughs> that she was probably intimidated and I'm yeah. trying to make the environment as, as yeah it wasn't it wasn't a rude flirt it was just like you were flirting well, okay I just want and to I was like trying not to be distracted <laughs> he's like I was just being nice yes. yeah that, well I just want to differentiate flirting <laughs> my definition of flirting and just so kindness. you telling me how good your sweat smelt was just kind yes he was like you know my sweat I was like oh my gosh who is this guy anyway funny enough in that same rehearsal his brother was also a Max. And for oh. those of you that don't know Max, he is a character and the best ever, but he's my, a full my, character. My older brother is also on Dancing with the Star. Was for a long time. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. So he was in the rehearsal. I randomly had to spin, get partnered with Max. And Max looks at me and he goes, who are you? And I was like, I'm Jenna. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, who are you standing in for? And I was like, <laughs> well. So I'm actually part of the show now. <laughs> I'm and I like here. stood up to him and he's like very scary if you don't know him at first. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of how it started. And then it just was a whirlwind from there. That that's the story. What did you what did I miss? She came in into this barbaric environment. <laughs> it was one, it was one guy was like, smell my sweat. The other one was like, what are you doing here? And now you're my family. Yeah, yeah no, we had we had physical chemistry. I, I, I liked her energy and spirit. And and then throughout the season, we, you know, we, we, we kind of entertained that attraction. But um, he was a bachelor and I was uh, 19. Yeah. Uh, but also I was just not. You know, I was so focused on making it in my work. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't really trying to, you know, I, w I wasn't trying to find love. I was right. trying to find success. Right. 
And um, I wasn't either. I was also trying to make it. But it's, <laughs> it's yeah, and, and, yeah and we, but it's again, like we, we collaborated coming, on the work. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, I think in the the foundation which we had to redefine our relationship as it grew. And, you know, yeah. obviously we're, we've come a long way. Yeah. Um, but, but some of the pillars in the beginning were, were work related. Our, our, and, and again, when I say work related, our passion is our work. So yeah. a lot of it, you know, came from respect. Like I admired her as a, as an artist and as a Insane. professional. And um, she helped me out a lot. You know, mm -hmm. those first few years, she assisted me on a lot of choreography, a lot of ideas, you know, and, and my gratitude grew with that as well. Um, and yeah, we, we kind of made a great team again when it, with work related stuff. And then out of, you know, off time, off of work, we, we also, you know, we weren't sick of each other. We still wanted to hang out. We still wanted to kind of discover ourselves. So. Yeah. That was a cute way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, we weren't sick of each other. We weren't sick yeah. of each other. But, but, but again, I, I I do have to say, you know, eventually we we had to you know make agreements, make arrangements, speak yeah. to each other because you know I, I also didn't sign up to be a a duo when it comes to my work. Right, my work is mm. I'm you know one of the times we spoke is like you know I I've I've had a relationship with my craft way before you know i i've met anybody yep. yeah and i and i want to not preserve it but i just want to at least respect it yeah. you know and i want us to of course work together because you're awesome and you make me better yeah uh but i don't want that to be a given you know and that it's always the two of that us is just that. okay we're together now and yeah and well that's we the met as individuals and yeah. individually great at our craft and so yeah. having to kind of figure out working together dancing together creating together but then also supporting each other of being course. In a really, yeah, yeah you have to just find boundaries so something as you guys know that has been a huge part of my mental health journey taylor's mental health journey journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support, 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Yeah. Like there's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient. Yeah. It's convenient and they have great therapists. Yeah. And it's, it'll just keep you accountable too. So we... Highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy has just done wonders for us. And we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, mm -hmm. medication, or both. Get started at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's Cerebral. C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L 
com slash podcast and use code the squeeze offer is only valid on monthly plans other exclusions may apply see site for details get going on that therapy did you guys think that you would end up with a dancer like were you like never right like did, was it even a thought or i always said no and then she i always like, ended up yeah, dating dancers a dancer. Stop. <laughs> did have a few of those boyfriends <laughs> um yeah i think it goes back to just sharing that passion with somebody yeah and i'm attracted to i think passion and i don't know like athleticism in a sense too so i don't yeah. know Aesthetic, this. good yeah. smelling Basically. sweat, sweat, sweat. good yeah. sweat. Smells really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to ask. Does it actually smell good? It does. Well, like back in the day, he was doing Creed, but it was like seventeen squirts of Creed, and so he would walk anywhere a mile away, Dude. and it was just like Val was here. Right. Val was here. Creed, yeah. Creed, Creed. The, the description of like the douchiest guy. <laughs> Stop. Creed is really good smelling. You know, like saturates himself in cologne. No, but it would. But you know that, like, your sense of smell leaves an impact on memories or you know emotions, feelings for sure. So I would dream about Creed. Uh, So maybe we need to bring the Creed back. Yeah, maybe you need to start wearing that. Googling. (laughs) Try it out. (laughs) Aventus Creed. Okay. Uh, I do want to know too. uh, Is there like, I don't know if it there isn't any because it's just like normal on what you guys do is there like a i don't know what the word i'm trying to say is not butt heads but is it yes is you it can weird? say butt heads is do you butt heads like i'm a butt you dancing sure. with the male and you dancing with the female does that ever oh like because obviously like taylor like does these things and like does these things that <laughs> will do tv shows or movies whatever and he'll like have to kiss a girl but i'm not also kissing a boy like i'm right. not also yeah, yeah. acting doing that same right. thing so like it's only really like a dress for you but with both of you doing it how is that dynamic is it just like normal for you guys that's you guys also even bad part an eye, of the, the growth that we had to do for sure yeah. i yeah. never had to be confronted with that until this relationship yeah well i think too so we've both been dancing with an opposite sex since we were yeah. very young. Yeah. yeah. Which is normal. odd in general. You yeah. know, like at 12 years old, I was like body rolling on right. a boy. And that it's, was just normal. That was what I did. Odd, but awesome. But I, awesome. Uh, yeah. But, well, as she says, odd, uh, in, in the same breath, I think it's it's one of the things I'm most proud of as, as a competitive ballroom dancer. You know, I, I had to, I, I had to, I, I was lucky to share the stage with a female partner. You know, yeah. we built camaraderie with a, a, a female partner you yeah. know well, it's and, really and, the only sport where you do have a teammate that is that's a girl yeah, you yeah. Know? and Boy. i think that was really important for my relationship with with women and and how i approach them and the respect that i have and yeah you know the quality in which i view them if 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 not even more yeah, <laughs> yeah. so because they they you know they have to dance in higher heels backwards like you <laughs> yeah. said yeah huh? so i think watching him dance with another girl I'll say this, like as a, as an artist never affected me, but I think when we were dating and weren't as secure in our relationship and obviously with our show, there's, we have amazing fans, but they lean into like the shipping and, you know, because there is this magic that's happening during the season that nobody else gets to feel, you know? And so it, it was hard 
just because of those added elements, like if it was just on an artistry level, like I was so proud and yeah. yeah, to cheer him on with another girl, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's when those, the just other nonsense the other gets, noise. yeah, mm-hmm. gets involved. And that's when you're like, you're like, OMG, like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Are so, you actually attract? Like the thing is it's, I look at it as a as a tool as well. Like th- this is part of my craft. Is is I I do it with a partner. Yeah. And part of th- that process, I also have to convey a, a really strong sense of chemistry and a, and a, yeah, an emotion. And I mean, that's you got to infuse the work with that. And that's the the kind of the double edged sword. Is like the better. I am at that, yep. yeah. the more uh, I- impactful that might be on our relationship. But again, it's really all the other noise that, yeah. that yeah. adds, it, it just pours like that, yeah. that toxic energy on yeah. it. Otherwise, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to see us at our best. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, and I think for a while too on the show, I, w- I didn't have a partner yet. I was on what they call a troop. And so... I didn't have a celebrity partner for a few seasons while he did. And so it wasn't like I was experiencing what he was kind of like what you were saying, you know? Um, And then I started to get partners and I understood the time commitment. Mm -hmm. The, like he said, the more chemistry you have with your partner, the better your season is going to be. It just is even for the two of you to get along better, but for the audience to want to vote for you, you know? So I started to get more of an understanding for what that commitment was. Well, really it's like what she said It's it's the time, right? Mm -hmm. I'm also obsessed with what I do. Yeah. Uh, Now as again, as I get older, uh, my responsibilities outside of my work change. I, I, I'm I'm trying to find a better balance and I, and I am, Uh, but ultimately you know, my, my, I, I have undivided commitment and energy towards my work. Yeah. My work revolves around one other person. That other person is of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And, well, and I, I spent did dance with a mo- girl one time. You did, yes. Which was amazing. But again, yeah. the jealousy or, or I, I, I threw that word out. Yeah. Uh, that feeling that you might feel. Yeah. Um, oh, is, I know where you're going. Yes, say this. Is this. is more uh, focused around the time spent with this other human yeah. and yeah. the joy shared with this other human. You, yeah. you know, and as as somebody watching someone that I love, it's tough to be like, man, she looks so happy spending all her time. <laughs> yeah. With, with this other else. person, yeah. yeah, creating these beautiful things that are then broadcasted to the world and the world is responding yeah you know and and they respond and actually and then we talked about the toxicity in that response yeah uh, amongst all other beautiful responses you know some of that and those voices are the loudest and now i'm exposed to those voices too and it's like it takes a lot of discipline and a lot of trust uh to to be okay with all of that yeah yeah you really have to have a firm foundation and tools yeah Yeah, communication i do just want to ask what was it like dancing with jojo and how was because i'm sure like choreographing it like did you have to change how you did it because normally it's like the male like male dances like a male and the female dances like a female but when there's two females how did you like what was that process like it was so scary going into it yeah um because like you said, I knew what all of my male celebrities, like I knew it would make them look good. Right. Yeah. And it was me dancing around them, 
dipping on them, flipping on them or something. Yeah. What you know? else? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I didn't say grinding on them. Uh, no, but then when I was approached with now a girl and I was like, oh man, I have, I have no expectations of what I'm stepping into or how to choreograph or how to begin a dance like this. But it was such a great challenge because especially in that time of my life, I was, I was just not in a good place. I was like super depressed. I was going through it personally. And I was also, I had done the show so much. It became a little bit monotonous to me where I was kind of just going by my routine and not really enjoying every second of it or challenging myself. And so this was the perfect little experiment, I think, for just myself as an artist. I like really every week had to think through how are you going to approach this week and this dance and also play with. Sometimes I did the boy choreography, which I would never do. And it ended up being one of my favorite seasons creatively. And Uh yeah. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, well, because you're also reimagining a a genre of dance that has a long-standing tradition of how it should look, right? And it was cool to see that it can still, you know, respect the genre without and and still reimagine it at the same time. So it was cool, like looking at it with like a fresh set of eyes, almost because it was like you've done this for so long, but you've never done that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it was, yeah, it was the scariest thing. And before it started, I was like, why did I say yes to this one? I'm going <laughs> to fail. I'm going to fail. But also I think it had to do with the responsibility of this was such a big moment for the show, right, like yeah. having the first same sex pairing. And I just didn't want to let anybody down or let this moment down, let Jojo down, right. let the show down. But it was, it was the best. It was, it was exactly what I needed at that moment in time, for sure. Mm. That's cool. And and again, it's so you know, so much conversation about sexuality got connected to it. Same way when there's a, a, a guy and a girl dancing, you know, and, and my thing is like, yes, that is an element that sure, you know, we don't have to just completely negate, but that is such a small part of what makes this thing so special, you know, yeah. what makes dance so awesome. Uh, and the fact that that is always kind of like the go-to that overshadows all the hard work, all the creativity, yeah. all right. the, you know, totally. um, that, so for me, that was, what was cool is, yeah. is to kind of, cause I, I, I love dance. I love ballroom dance yeah. and I, and I really love to see it in a different, different way, different performed in a different way. Yeah. That's Thanks. super cool. Yeah. You did it. Thanks, babe. Okay. Okay. I'm done with all of my questions. Now, none of those questions were even on here. Yeah. I was just you wanting. <laughs> yeah, I wanted. Okay. I, I wanted all things. Well, you have to come to the show this yeah. season. Great, it's the best. I'll come. It. Okay, I'll great. probably I'll come all the time. You can. I'm available. <laughs> it's every Monday, so great. She'll be there. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's just you like walk in and I'm just like sitting there, the first person in there. Hey you guys, want to see every week. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I want to say congrats on the new baby. Thanks. Oh my gosh. What has parenthood been like? <sighs> I'll let her take the lead because she does, she like, does what most of the work. Like? No, it's, I want to hear also your thoughts though too. I mean, I'll start. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> it is the absolute best thing ever. Mm. It is so exhausting. Yeah. And we were even talking about this this morning. He was like, man, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and somehow you wake up and you just have so much energy to do it. Because yeah. there's this little light beam staring at you and just yeah. looking into your soul like, 
I'm all he ever needs. Yeah. And it just gives you the energy that you need. And it's the best. It's, oh. it's great. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's wild. It's great. It's probably different for everybody. Yeah. Um, we're very fortunate to have, you know, some means to, to have some help along the way where it's not, yeah. you know, like the first thing we thought about were how single moms do this. Yeah. With yeah. Multiple kids. It's like, that's wild. while having a job, it's unbelievable. It's, so I, I much literally respect. cannot believe it. Yeah. I, I don't know how. Yeah. yeah. I, I took him with me to buy, you know, to, to run some errands today. This morning? Uh, by himself. By myself. Like for the first time. I, I had to take like a 20 minute meditation just to kind of like get myself ready. <laughs> you know, so to think what they go through. So, yeah, no, it's a lot. It's a lot on the on the woman for sure, especially on, on, on Jen. But it's also, yeah, the most rewarding thing. And mo- most, most difficult things are the most rewarding yeah. things. And, and this one is definitely up there yeah. in both. The we'll difficult- have to show you this video. We did a little family shoot yesterday. And Val one day came home and he had this mini baby Yankees hat. Val wears a Yankees hat like almost every day. He has them like in every color. He's very proud. <laughs> very, and proud. very proud. It's not about and the Yankees, it's about the New York. The New York, yes, no. yes. <laughs> anyway, so there's this little picture of the two of them in Yankees hat. And I, I died. He is, well, first of all, our baby Rome is the chunkiest baby you've ever seen. He is so cute. <laughs> he's wait, how old is he? He's only four months, but he wow. like eats one year olds. Like oh wow. Beyond. He's so chunky. So it's his so cheeks cute. are like this big with a little hat on, <laughs> and it's the best. It's been super fun. And and it's fun to kind of reimagine parenthood as well, because you know, we have examples of our parents and I yeah. you know, they're incredible examples. We're very fortunate with awesome parents. Um but they did it at a different time, on different circumstances, yeah. and with different means, and like I said, with different co- like society norms yeah. as well. That's so it, it's awesome to see Jen back at it, doing podcasts, doing <laughs> you know, working like looking incredible, and feeling mentally strong and ready to pursue her life. Yeah, you know, where it's yeah, I think our our parents you know struggled with that it was a different time time so for us no we we want to we want to kind of create both like take care of our responsibilities as parents but also make sure there's enough time left for her to take care of her own self and and me to take care of her yeah um (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's been super it's been really fun i i for me it's also been incredible for our relationship and and i you know i it, there's a like a toxic way of of uh, you know having a child in order to bring a relationship together i don't mm-hmm. think that's productive necessarily we were in a beautiful place when we were when we had our child yeah uh but the love elevates to like a different level it's you crazy know? My, my love for her just quadrupled wow. you know yeah. in all aspects and it's yeah it's wild because you don't have any time for each other like i'm thinking back to all of our years that it was just the two of us and i'm like wow we had so much amazing time together and right. we did everything and then you barely have time to see each other or have Maybe like a that's thoughtful why conversation it's yeah. probably it's less time spent together <laughs> but but it's you just yeah the love like it's been great not going doubles with, you know, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome our wonderful time said that same thing yeah I think also seeing your partner as 
as a father or as a mother, I think is it's also just a little dream come true. Seeing yeah. that responsibility take on and yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, so I'm trying to do the math. What was his birthday? Because I feel like he's close to one. <gasps> I don't know. January. 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 Okay, 10th. a little before me. Okay. January 10th. That's my mom's birthday. No, no way. Yeah. That's fun. Capricorn. Yeah. They're scary. Okay. He's already so stubborn. I'm like, okay. oh, MG. Okay. Well, that makes sense, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's literally really lovely, but very no, she stubborn. actually is the loveliest human yeah. actually to ever she's walk this actually a saint. <laughs> yeah, on February. Got it. Okay. Close. Yeah. Um, but I do want to touch on and obviously answer this how you want, or we could take it out, but um a lot of our friends have struggled with infertility miscarriage and i know that those were a part of your journey yeah before what was that like because i know that i think i've read that you even like just kind of stopped trying to get pregnant before you ended up getting pregnant this time Mm -hmm. yeah it was and it sucks because i think we once you have your mindset on we decided like oh we're ready to start having a child i think we thought oh we're just gonna get pregnant and then that's that well because in high school they told me if i look at somebody without (laughs) you know she's getting pregnant yeah it's little did i know (laughs) um so i think we got very very excited and like our hopes were so so high and so we started trying and to much to our surprise, it just wasn't really happening. And yeah. then you start to like question yourself. You start to question each other. <laughs> like, are we doing this right? Yeah. And then our friends started getting pregnant right, left and center. <sighs> and then it just adds a level of pressure and stress yeah. and sadness. And and then again, the conversation. So when are you guys going to have yeah. a child? I, All these questions yeah. answering that. And you're just like, oh my gosh, we're trying, but you don't want to say that. Anyway, so it took us about... About a year and we finally ended up getting pregnant it also kind of just like ruins sex for you and not ruins it but i feel like we've always lo- loved our sex life and it's been such a sacred thing for us right. yeah. and then it just became like scheduled a and yeah. a job yeah. you know and we, I didn't feel as connected to each other anyway. We'll talk about AI taking over your life. Like there was an app that was telling me when we needed to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's on a schedule. It was just a lot. It was the worst. So, but I ended up getting pregnant and it was so exciting. The best feeling sensation in the world. And then being able to tell him. And then I ended up miscarrying and. I had never really heard that word. Like it's such a taboo, like scary word that I never just heard thrown out casually. And so then coming to terms with, oh, I just experienced a miscarriage. There's something definitely wrong with me, but no one could find answers to why or what had happened. Yeah. But also that high to low emotional rollercoaster when you find out. Yeah. Was just, and she's glowing. And like, I mean, it's crazy. Her, her whole aura started to change like in- overnight. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the lowest to the lowest. Yeah. yeah. And you just feel so helpless in that moment. Yeah. And, um, anyway, so yeah, I, I experienced a miscarriage. And for me, I was like, you know what? In order to feel good again, I want to get pregnant right away. Like, we've got to keep trying. We've got to keep mm-hmm. trying. So I, we, I put this pressure on us to like keep trying. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I fully accepted what had happened or like grieved through it properly. So it honestly made me spiral and I was just like spiraling. I got super, super depressed. I was just not myself. I was like a shell of a human being. 
And it was actually Val that was like, you know, I think we should kind of take a break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the time I was really upset at him and like really emotional, not upset, but I was just like, you don't want this. Like this has been our dream. We almost had it, blah, blah, blah. But I think he knew that like, I was not in a good place. I just wasn't. And we ended up deciding to take like six months off. We we didn't put a a number on it. We were just like, let's take a break. So we didn't even talk about it. We didn't think about it. Obviously I did, but (laughs) you know, we just wanted to enjoy each other and like reconnect as, as friends, as lovers, like partners, each other was just our priority. And then about six months later, we went to this trip in Cabo just so carefree. I mean, now I know why the whales go down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't they go for mating down there? OMG. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why we went? No, it's for my birthday. But seriously, and they always say it like when you're least expecting it and when you're not thinking about it, it just happens. Yeah. And I got pregnant on my birthday and yeah, it was, it was great. But the struggle to get there was exhausting. It it was just yeah. it was rough. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what helped was uh, just hanging out with friends and and starting the conversation. Um, again, this wasn't my conversation to have. So uh, you know, obviously, I was letting her lead the way on when she was ready to talk about it. Uh, but once she was ready, you know, I, I'm very emotionally available <laughs> to my friends. So I was like, you know, this happened. It's it's been taking a toll, you, you yeah. know, and and they were like, one of my one of my friends was like, dude, me and my wife tried for five years before we had our twins, yeah. and then we started, you know, we had to do the IVF thing. Yeah. I was like, really? He was like, yeah. Uh, my other homie was like, yeah, we we had two miscarriages. We tried for over two years. I'm that like, was, what? Like, that was why like, doesn't anybody telling me these right. things? Exactly, and right. that was the saddest but most and they, beautiful and they part. They have kids now. They've had kids for some time, you know. Yeah. But I yeah. never knew how they got to that. Yeah, what place. that journey was. Yeah. Well, that was the that was the wild part. Is you just learned that it's such a common thing. Yeah, and no one really talks about it, and yeah. it's happening all the time. It's one in every four women will experience a miscarriage. I yeah. was going to bring that up. Yes, and it's so crazy. that also made me feel way more seen and understood and then there's a massive community that i didn't know about on on youtube on social media and a lot of people are super vulnerable and open to sharing their experiences yeah and that helped me heal a ton yeah yeah and so i think that's why i wanted to wait until we had our baby because i just well (laughs) europeans in general are very superstitious like omg so superstitious and so i wanted to wait until he was actually here before i opened up about it but i i knew that i wanted to share our story because i think it is super important for people to know that you are never alone in this yeah and it is so common and it gets better yeah Yeah. because eventually it does and it's gonna suck in the process but once you have your little baby that journey is so worth it yeah 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 that's something that we've i mean obviously our friends now are starting. We either have friends that are just starting to have kids or like older and have kids. Have kids yeah. So like we didn't really like know much like about just like pregnancy journey, but our best friends like struggled with infertility for a really long time. Like years. Like they, mm-hmm. they tried for years and they've been very, um, they've talked about this publicly, um, but they did like several rounds of IVF, Ugh. years of trying and just was like, it was horrible, but then they finally got pregnant. Um, 
they had their son last year. They were told they were never going to naturally be able to have children. Stop. Fast forward. They have their son. He's uh He's just, just, over just a, a little, year. a little over a year, and we get a phone call, Stop a FaceTime, from them at the beginning of this year. weren't even trying, and it just happened, and now they have another little one. When, oh, they, were, when they were told they never, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when they were told they never be able to get pregnant, yeah, and they naturally got pregnant. Spent three, four years trying to get the first. It's yeah. That I've heard so many stories like that. Even yeah. our sister-in-law, um, she had three miscarriages. She has a son that they got pregnant their first time. Yeah. He's six now. She They tried for years. She had three miscarriages and a round of IVF didn't take. Wow. Naturally got pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Randomly. Just, so crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. something that's just like so, even it was so random. Two couples that were at our wedding both were pregnant at our wedding, but then ended up miscarrying mm-hmm. right after at the same time. And we both found, I just got chills thinking about that again. We both found that out separately and we were like, is it that like common? Yeah. And then yes, we is. started yeah. really learning. It's, it's so common, but so common. there's still so much stigma around like as women, like losing this thing, like you're growing inside of you. Like, am I not adequate enough? Yeah. It, but in reality, it's so normal. Yeah. Like it's nothing that you can do sometimes. It's no. just the science of, how things are working in there. The whole pregnancy thing in general, you don't know what it's, how your body's going to react until you start trying yeah. and until you're actually pregnant. Yeah. And that's the sad thing. Not sad, but we were just like, oh, why did we wait so long? Right. Because it ended up taking us a little bit longer, but it all worked out how it was meant to. So yeah. No regrets. No yeah. Regrets. Maybe you that. guys already answered this, but what would you say is the biggest thing you learned about yourselves? as individuals and as a couple through that journey. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> um, during that journey, actually, was the first time that I did therapy okay. and that I actually started therapy. And I think also, I think we've definitely come a long way with the stigma towards therapy yeah. and mental health in general. But I think that it was a big reminder that I need to check in with myself and I need to take care of myself even in those moments that I'm super high yeah because I am going to have those really low moments and I don't want to be all the way rock bottom once they hit yeah. and not have the tools to be able to navigate that so I think that that was a really big eye opener for me is how important therapy is and what a blessing it was for me at the time and I think it really transitioned my helped transitioned my mindset that got me into an okay space to then let my body relax and yeah. get pregnant honestly yeah. yeah I mean just what an incredible husband I am <laughs> <laughs> you know you do have to rely on each other a lot and he yeah, was there for me gosh. for a lot of dark days and times mm-hmm. and I yeah I, I I mean, I, I learned a lot. I don't I don't know what to pinpoint to, but yeah. Yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we we're kind of useless in the process. You know, men, you mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't feel like I was taking on the kind of the bulk of 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 the tragedy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it it really was around her, you know, for her to handle, and I was just trying to be supportive. But like I said, the the hardest thing about the miscarriage uh, moment is the helplessness. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess uh, the one thing I learned about us is that, and, and I don't know if it applies 
you know, medically if it like it checks out or or applies to others. But like when we love each other and when we're happy and when we're in a good space, you know, we got pregnant, we can accomplish anything. Right. Uh, and so I think checking in with ourselves and then with ourselves, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think is really important. Yeah. Uh, what advice would you give to someone that is maybe like in the thick of it right now, similar to what you guys went through? I would say to open up and reach out to people mm-hmm. because the more that you talk about it and find others that are going through your same experience, you're going to feel a lot lighter and even just venting helps a lot. Mm. And, you know, I think finding those people with shared experiences also just gives you gives you an example to look to and be like, okay, you know, they're coping this way. Maybe I can also try that. I don't know. So I not just, put so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I'm sure time is of the essence, but, but also don't take be your a, time. And yeah, if, you, if you're not ready there. to share, that's, that's totally fine. But I do think it really does help. And find a community that will help you. Even if it's you silently looking up YouTube videos at night and watching people talk about it, that also helps me. You know, I would sit there and just like watch these videos. And they didn't know I was watching it. But these anonymous people helped me a ton mm. at that time. So yeah, I just reach out if you're comfortable and open up. It, it really does help. And just keep on. Having some sex. Heading to Cabo. Heading <laughs> to Cabo. <laughs> Follow the whales. Follow the whales. <laughs> Book a Follow the whales. return to Cabo. <laughs> a one-way ticket to Cabo. Uh, <laughs> too much. Um, okay, transitioning off of that, I wanted to ask both of you, but Jenna, you specifically, because you've opened up and talked about struggling mentally and specifically when it comes to comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that a lot of people... I feel like in our generation deal with today i myself deal with and struggle with um i just you know think with social media and you comparing your life to somebody else's highlight reel it's yeah. just yeah it's horrible could you share a little bit more about your journey with comparison and what helped you totally. throughout that i think i'm still on that journey yeah. and to be fair Same. but as a girl and being a dancer, I mean, you know, Tay, we spent all day staring at ourselves in a mirror, yeah. yeah. you know, and you're just like picking apart your body. Yeah. And I think a lot of my comparison had to do with body image things. And I, I never experienced this sort of insecurity towards my body until I started dancing with the stars, honestly, which is kind of terrible. But I think on the show, you know, we are half naked dancing around and that's also when the height of social media started to happen it's also when we started finagling if you will and a lot of his fans weren't so happy about it because Mm -hmm. they wanted him with anybody else but me (laughs) and so i would just get annihilated and at the time i also was going through some like hormonal imbalances that made my body really fluctuate with weight and it just took a toll on me yeah and it was the first time that I ever was like, wait, is there something wrong with my body? Yeah. Cut to, I learned a lot during that time and found a healthy relationship with food and exercising. It's when I started to get into exercising. 
Then it became a little bit of an obsession to a fault Mm. because I think I was always trying to reach this perfection of what I thought that was in my head Yeah, and trying to appeal to others. Like you said, there's highlight reels every day of people's feeds and how do you keep up with that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not realistic. Like that's the thing. It's not. Um, But again, it's a journey. You have to learn. And you know what's so funny? I was just thinking, we were kind of actually talking I about this I just follow today. people uglier than me. That's how I do it. Very smart. Don't follow anybody that's handsome or successful. <laughs> I do think being pregnant and postpartum has made me more confident than ever. I love that. Which is weird because... I was the biggest I'd ever been. Right. Your body is, you're in a foreign body. Yeah. It's huge, but it's so beautiful. It's carrying a freaking child in there and everything expands, but you're just like, feel like you're superwoman. And then even giving birth, I, postpartum is, is a trip because you still don't feel like you're in your own body. Yeah. But now the human is outside and you're like, oh, wait. This is now my new body and it's a little bit jigglier and rollier. And I've truly never felt so confident in myself. And I have like less time. You know what it is? I have less time to obsess over myself or to like tear myself down. Right. And the less time I think you obsess over that or pick it apart, you're just happier. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I haven't been to the gym in this whole week. And in my past life, before children, <laughs> I would be devastated. And I'd be like, I I can't even go through the day. Like, yeah. I would just be anxious and I did, so I, uptight. And now I'm just like, oh, it's great. I, I ate today. I cleaned my room. And I have the cutest little human throwing up all over me. And I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a big deal of gratitude in our life that's helping us cope with a lot of insecurity definitely uh, and you know when you commit yourself to being of service to someone else i think that also alleviates a little bit of that anxiety sure uh, right now obviously we're of, <laughs> we're of service to this young life i think it's it's preoccupying us yeah, yeah. um and and just in general so that's always been my vehicle definitely i i definitely also i mean i wouldn't say i struggle with that but I think we all struggle to with it to some degree. Yeah. Um, you know, my arrogance and self esteem definitely hold me up there. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> no, the truth is, I yeah. Every time I feel that way, I just in, instead of thinking of all the things that I don't have, uh, I, I try to focus on all the things that I can share and take the opportunity to share them. You know, and, and help somebody. I think yeah. last little thing too. To also help myself, I feel like I've learned to not care as much about what people think. And. But how? I know it's we're hard. We're literally on a show where we're campa- campaigning. Yeah. You know? And we literally get judged. Like yeah. our craft gets that's, judged. That's what I was telling Taylor is like, I my joke is like during nursing school, like people would like get offended if their teachers would say something. And I'm like, I take criticism so well because I literally would get yelled, yeah. chairs thrown at me, like spit at, like when dance, because you, that's like, 
That's just the nature of it. Right. That's but how you like, get better. <laughs> yes, that's truly is how. But like, it's so true that you're you're judged your entire life. You're constantly being like, oh, your body needs to look like this more. or You need to do this better. Yeah. That, like, it's constantly like that. And you're constantly comparing the, oh, this person has a better turnout or their leg gets an entire of the mind or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, you know? I think it's, it's such a really just coming to terms with caring less about what people have to say and having more confidence in myself overall, which is, which is really, really tough because it still affects me, but I don't think it affects me as much as it did when I was first starting out. It's tough to not care what people say. You know, I I just think it's just caring about the right people and what they say, not caring about everybody. I mean, especially if you have a huge following, uh, like that's a lot of people yeah <laughs> you know i don't think we've evolved as humans because we need validation we need approval from our community we that that's what make makes us human is yeah we want to congregate we want acceptance and we want to feel like we're part of something yeah uh, i think social media has ex- exponentially expanded that to a degree where i, I don't think is healthy and and For our sure. minds can can process correctly yeah because before all of this i mean your community was like a hundred people tops yeah right and throughout the day you interacted with maybe 30 people tops you know even if you lived in the city like how many people are you actually interacting with throughout your day every single day you know so uh, this is a very new phenomenon and if this generation is struggling with mental health it's not because there's anything wrong with this generation it's because we're given completely different parameters to live in yeah uh and this is all part of that. We're all figuring this out. Yeah. You know, this is like when they used to prescribe smoking in the 30s, you know, yeah. for what, whatever. Yeah. Um, it took some time to realize that wasn't good for us. I, I think, you know, some, I, I don't want to use the regulation word, but but some sort of uh, moderation to social media access. Right. I think is, is in the near future, hopefully. Right. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. At least the amount of time we we were exposed to that. I'm yeah. not saying cancel it, but like give us a weekend off. You know, yeah. like we're just, just shut down. That's it. You, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's not it's not open. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're okay. <laughs> we're things, closed. We're closed. closed. Instagram's closed for the day. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's so true though. Like said, we've we talk about it a lot in our personal life on the show. Just like the effects that social media has, and even just like your phone getting work emails at 8 p.m 9 p.m 10 p.m and then like responding to it like you shouldn't be doing that at that time but it's so normal for us because everything is in the palm of our hand yeah and and, like see it it's like so hard to like ignore it yeah and i thought i was being good with like setting boundaries of like okay like only going on instagram or tiktok for this amount of time whenever but i didn't realize that like my phone is like like texting is Mm. like obviously like my main thing for work so i have like management my production team, everyone's texting at once. And like, I've been having to, as much as I love that they're always working because I am always <laughs> working in my head, but just having, like, I need to put my phone on do not disturb at right. like 8.39. Yeah. Like, I need to that, remove myself from that. That deserves a, a prize. You know how they give like Pulitzer <laughs> Prize for whoever invented <laughs> Do not disturb. Like, yeah. Do not disturb. The, you the, won. the guy that said, keep watching, five second countdown on netflix <laughs> you know he 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 <laughs> killed it and, and and now this guy who created the do not disturb thing because woman. Be, or, or woman because <laughs> probably uh, a woman honestly because there is there is that guilt of like not responding right so yeah. somebody your colleague texts you something important uh whether you need to address it right now or not 
is irrelevant. You want to give them some sort of response. And, yeah. and, this, yeah. and this option is like perfect. You're like, yeah. sorry, I am Didn't sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually yeah. sleeping today. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very true. All very but yeah, and, and back to the generation thing, you know, it's it's like, I mean, I have my things with, with this generation, but it's not a generation thing. It's like I see it with my parents. Yeah. For the longest time, they were very distant from social media and yeah. technology like that in, now in general. Facebook now they got, you know, again, because I, I got them like uh, their, their own thing because so that they could follow our life. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're uh, like, it's not good for them. I see the Hook. change in my mom. Yep. You know, my mom used to read a lot more. Like mm -hmm. that was her thing. If she's just sitting around, she'd read a book. Now she's, cool. you know, doing that same thing. So yeah. interesting. It is true. That is very true. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. We get, we get a lot of, a lot of videos from our parents. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now they, they, they tag you. Links. Like they, they send you these like yeah. videos yes. and memes. <laughs> I, think, I think they also just spend a lot of time on it. And yeah. Very much like keeping up with us and. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is the thing. Like keeping up with. I mean, even though we talk to them all the time, but but, but yeah. that algorithm will get them. That algorithm, man, <laughs> they'll get you. Okay, so we have like three questions that we ask. We try to ask couples every time they come on, but I have a fourth one that I'm adding in. Um, I want to know how the adjustment has been you guys kind of talked about it just like not having time like for the two of you with a baby now because that's mm -hmm. like that's something that i like we're we're not ready to have kids yet but that's something i think about like i really want to nail down our like time and then yeah. i know when i have a kid everything that we have nailed down is going to fly out the window uh but how have you like had time or how have you been working towards or what tips or how have you been able to prioritize like the two of you or alone time i think exactly what you said you do have to prioritize it and make time for each other or write out a schedule of like we're going to do a date night on yeah. this day i think a beauty of working together is now i think we appreciate that a little bit more and take advantage of spending that time together um but it's hard and when i was pregnant towards the end i started and i said it to you a few times i started getting like a little anxious about grieving our life together yeah because we had done so much and traveled together and i loved our alone time together like it was so I'm special to me. Yeah. he is a lot of fun you seem like it <laughs> um <laughs> but i i was like and i felt a little bit guilty like am i going to be okay not yeah. just having the two of us forever yeah and i think you just you're way more present when you have those moments together yeah. and you take advantage of it so i think just prioritizing it and and making it a point to just have one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah. And and getting past the stigma of prioritizing yourself. I mean, yeah. I think there's stigma in that. Yeah. I, again, if you if you grew up in a in, in a healthy environment, there's a, a good dose of that unhealthy stigma. <laughs> yeah. Because our parents sacrificed everything for us. They never made time for themselves. You yeah. know, and so for us, that's the example, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right example to set because yeah. I think down the, the line, down the road, you, your marriage will suffer yeah. if you don't prioritize it. For and, sure. And so, you know, I, and, and from there, everything else will collapse as well. So I, mm -hmm. I think it's really important that we prioritize time together and continue to yeah. you know, fall in love together. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, that's a perfect segue to the second question here. Um, how has your individual struggles impacted your relationship? Uh, for better or worse yeah right well no a lot, of, a lot of like personal stress that i bring home yeah. as I, I i know for sure has impacted our relationship and and her view yeah. on things uh you know we we come from very different backgrounds yeah uh so you know just learning to uh, again for her to learn to cope with <laughs> with the challenges that i have in my life yeah uh, that she necessarily didn't have to face and and vice versa you know the things that she goes through um i have now taken ownership of to some degree as well and and we kind of help each other in that way um, i think also when we're not taking care of ourselves mentally emotionally we that's when we find our more conflicting times mm. um when i am constantly meditating, praying, doing self-care for myself and taking seconds for myself to like be okay. I am such a better wife, friend, daughter, mother. I just know that. And so I think always checking in with myself, I'm I'm a better partner for him. Yeah. I don't know if I'm answering your question, but yeah. I, I, I liked it all. Okay. Whatever it was, it was great. It was the squeeze. <laughs> yeah. Was the juicy. It was juicy. <laughs> okay. Next, I have, um, how do you support the other person when they're struggling? Mm. It's kind of like read the room. I know. I just know when he's yeah. not okay. Yeah. And even though he'll tell me, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he'll do it like a little passive aggressively. And I'm like, okay, he's not fine. He's not fine. <laughs> right. Clearly. <laughs> not fed, not fed. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I try to give him space, I think, also, because I think he's not as comfortable in that moment when he's feeling a certain type of way, opening up, like, he needs a little bit to digest it himself and, like, internally right. battle himself for a couple hours. Yeah. And when he's ready, then he'll come tell me or open up. So, I think just understanding that and not being, like, nagging on him, like, are you sure you're not mad at me? Are you sure you're okay? Are you sure you're not mad at me? <laughs> I know helps him. There's also moments. things that I want to take care of myself. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which, for me, I would rather him share everything so I can help take on that load. Yeah. But that's just what makes us different in that yeah. way. So It's different. It's probably things that I still need to improve on, you know, be more vulnerable, be okay with being more, more vulnerable in certain yeah. things, be okay with like dropping the ball as a man in that department, yeah. you know, but, but still in my mind, I, you know, there's certain things that I just want to take care of still. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I think in those moments too, I always try to make him laugh. Because I know if I like make him laugh in a certain way, we'll like get a giggle and we'll both feel better. <laughs> I feel like you guys have a lot of laughter in your relationship. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Getting the sense. Okay, last question and then we'll get you on your way. Is there any habit or routine you would encourage other couples to incorporate into their relationship? Hmm. This is good. It's so different. I mean, to for us, actually, it's so silly but working out together really added value to our yeah. relationship because it's something that we both like to do yeah obviously i think if you love to do it for yourself by yourself right you could do that but even when we go together we, it's not like we're talking the entire time we you could still have your own space but yeah it's just it's just been like helpful for us just another like i guess 
ground that we share. I yeah. agree with that. I love working out with you and you know that I wish we did it a lot more often. Okay, we will. Okay. Even I think <laughs> just like making, <laughs> <laughs> making the trip over there or yeah. you know, showing up together yeah. and having like a it's shared so purpose yeah. is fun. Yeah. And we're also psychotically competitive. So it's like also <laughs> fun to like be competitive. Yeah. Something else that I feel like recently has become a habit is we kind of do a check-in at night where we'll go outside Mm -hmm. on our patio and turn on a fire and just talk. And we'll try not to talk about work, but just have conversations. And some of those moments are my favorite Mm -hmm. moments together. And we're super tired. And no matter how late it is, you know, he always, he loves sitting outside and it's, I think it's really good for us. Yeah. Just like, unwind together and just talk yeah Yeah, as life becomes more burdensome or at least more responsibilities show up on your plate i think it's just just tapping into the dating version of youtube i think will always bring Mm -hmm. value into your relationship like you you love each other and you have all these things that you've built together but do you like each other Mm -hmm. you know do you like spending time together do you do you still make each other laugh or whatever it is that you like about a person i think making yeah. sure that you still like one another is yeah. important yeah. yeah that was really good guys thanks, thanks. i know about the whole time you're saying that i was like we're gonna sit outside together tonight right yeah i was jotting notes down in yes <laughs> oh yeah again i have to i have this problem with this having the computer in front of me i want to take notes half the time like when someone says something good i always write it down oh that's and i so have to cute. be like my hands in my armpits <laughs> not, so not, like, taking notes we have it recorded <laughs> yeah watch you can watch it later <laughs> oh my gosh all right well yeah. thank you for joining us guys thank that was so awesome much. thanks for having thanks me for having us. really easy yeah Aww. yeah Thank you guys so much for listening and watching this episode of The Squeeze. As always, you can follow us at The Squeeze. You can follow us at Taylor at Taylor Lautner. Uh, what else am I missing? Our email. Our email. Lautner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and leave us emails there. You guys have been flooding that inbox. So thank you so much for Great all of your... suggestions. Keep them coming. Yeah. Advice, what you're liking, what you're not liking, any thoughts you have. Yeah. We'll take it all. Yeah, we will. And as you head into the rest of your lovely Wednesday or whatever day it is that you are listening to this, I want to challenge you to go tell one person that you love them. I like it. Yeah, I love you. Remy, I love you. I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> I love you too. (laughs) Bye, guys. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.